Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is December 19th, and this is for December 19th through the 25th. Mm-hmm. Today, the planet Jupiter enters the sign of Aquarius. Oh. And it should be much happier there. It's been in Capricorn. And Jupiter is a planet that likes to have fun. It is a planet of expansion. It's a planet of good times. So Mm -hmm. when it was in Capricorn for the past year or so, it was like uh, Capricorn said, here's the keys to the car, Jupiter. Drive as fast as you want. Jupiter walks up to the car, realizes the car is a golf cart. Mm -hmm. And Capricorn's like, yeah, this thing goes up to 10 miles an hour, man. Have at it. Have fun. Mm. Jupiter says, you suck. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. But now Jupiter is in the sign of Aquarius. And with Aquarius, there are no boundaries. There are no rules. So Mm. there's no longer a golf cart. It's a full-blown rocket ship. And Jupiter's going to enjoy this for the next year or so. The last Mm. time... Uh, Jupiter was in Aquarius, I want to say it was 2009. Mm-hmm. And that was around the time that we were coming out of the 2008 economic uh, recession. Mm. So hopefully, you know, we definitely need some growth here and some help with our economy. And hopefully this move of Jupiter going into Aquarius will help that a little bit. All right. Um, so now we have Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius. Uh, Just a few days ago, they were both still in Capricorn. Now they're both in Aquarius, and this is when things start to really get interesting. Mm. The planet Pluto, which was the other planet that had been in Capricorn for so long, continues to be in Capricorn, and it will be until 2023. And then once it does enter, um, Pluto will eventually enter Aquarius in 2023. And then it'll stay there until 2044. And it will do all kinds of work in terms of changing the way our society operates and the way the world operates. The last time Pluto was in Aquarius, this was quite a long time ago. It was 250 years ago. Mm. And that was Mm. right around the time of the American Revolutionary War and the founding of the United States of America. So once it goes into Pluto, I'm sorry, once Pluto goes into Aquarius again, which won't be for another three, three and a half years from now, but once it does, you know, I'm looking at uh, some big changes both to the the U.S. for sure. I think it will definitely impact the United States, and and by doing so, will also impact the entire world balance but that's a few years out from now so no need to wonder how that's going to go quite now but um you know last time that happened with pluto going into aquarius you know that was when people left england and said screw you england we're going to this other part of the world and we're going to form our own country and do our own thing and back then there was land available to do that well it wasn't technically available it was you know taken but This time around, there isn't that land to work with. So I'm not quite sure where people are going to run to that time around. And or um, I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, down the road. Okay. Um, But over the past month or so, we had a lot of planets leave Scorpio and Capricorn. And those same planets are now in Sagittarius and Aquarius. 
So major shifts of energy have been happening over the past month or so. Mm. Just like in the past week, I personally have been feeling a lot more restless these last couple of days. Uh, you know, with these planets that were originally in Capricorn, Capricorn energy can make us feel a little depressed, can make us feel a little sluggish. There can be a sort of um, what's the point kind of defeatism kind of thing going on there sometimes because Capricorn focuses on limitations uh, and, and just what's in front of you. It has trouble imagining the bigger picture. But now we're uh, those planets are in Sagittarius. They're in Aquarius. And both Sagittarius and Aquarius like to dream. They like to dream big. Mm -hmm. And they like to envision things and make big sweeping changes that a lot of the time seemingly come out of nowhere. So we're heading towards all this Aquarian energy and and Saturn, which is the planet of structure as well as limitations. But it's kind of how we shape our society. And that's an Aquarius now. And so, oh, man, it's... um. I I do see a lot of good things coming from that. The thing with Aquarian energy is that it's not grounded, like kind of at all. Mm -hmm. The thing with Capricorn energy, I would say, is maybe a bit too grounded. And then we switch over to Aquarius, which is the sign that follows Capricorn. And then all of a sudden, we're like Doc Brown from Back to the Future, where it's just, I don't know. (laughs) You know, you just experiment with everything, throw things at the wall, see what sticks and see what doesn't. But... We've definitely stepped into the laboratory now, Mm -hmm. the laboratory. And, eh, you know, over the next couple of years, for sure, I I see, yeah, big changes, whether we're ready for it or not. I see whatever side someone is on. um, You know, the good thing about Aquarian energy is that it can detach from emotions. So it'll probably be good for, uh, it is good for negotiations and for that kind of a deal. Um, But it also is very impulsive energy. And Aquarius energy doesn't always, um, not, it's not disrespectful of the past, but it's kind of has that mindset of, hey, let's blow this thing up as well. If something's not working, let's just reset it. And so that's why the changes can be sweeping at times. So my hope is that everyone continues to play nicely or as nice as we can mm-hmm. over the coming years. But, you know, again, uh, Saturn was in um, Aquarius around the time JFK was assassinated mm-hmm. in the 60s. So I'm hoping that we don't have to deal with that kind of stuff again. I really am. I'm hoping that when leaders show up and, and uh, this time around that uh, people aren't necessarily shooting at them, that kind of thing. I hope that we have learned from that. But, uh, yeah, the next few years, it's going to be interesting, uh, to say it mildly. But it's going to put us in a better place, for sure. Um, But now we're in it. It's just um, we're into this Aquarian energy, and uh, let's see where it takes us. However, if you have really been missing that Capricorn energy, if you were like, hey, I was really enjoying Saturn and Jupiter being in Capricorn. I was really enjoying being incredibly responsible. Mm -hmm. I was enjoying being held accountable for Mm -hmm. my actions. Mm -hmm. Well, you are in luck, my friends, because the planet Mercury will enter Capricorn tomorrow, Mm -hmm. Sunday, December 20th. I personally have Mercury in Capricorn. As far as communications go, Capricorn... Mercury and Capricorn kind of has a, a deadpan, dry mm. sense of humor. 
It is blunt kind of communication, no beating around the bush. Capricorn likes good, direct communication, Mm -hmm. no funny business. Um, It's like being in the military to a certain extent. You look people in the eye, yes, sir, no, ma'am, all that fun stuff. Um, But no excuses, be punctual, punctual, be responsible. Uh, And also Capricorn does not like showy displays of emotions. So... um, yeah, I guess don't cry a lot. You know, I don't. But you can cry this weekend because the moon is in Pisces this weekend. Oh, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, the moon is in Pisces. Pisces. Moon. So there will be a lot of emotions out there. Uh, but have fun with it if you can. Pisces does like to play, does like to escape, as we know. If uh, there are a couple movies you've been meaning to watch, this is the perfect weekend to do it. Just escape and uh, however you escape. <laughs> But um, the sun, the sun will also go into Capricorn this Monday, December mm. 21st. So more Capricorn energy there. And it'll stay there, of course, for about four weeks. So we still have plenty of Capricorn energy out there, which is going to help keep us grounded a bit as we shift into this Aquarian energy to kind of help slow that transition a little bit, I think, because by February, we're going to have, I think, five planets in Aquarius. Mm, That's right. Oh, yeah. And then it's just going to be wild. I don't know what's going to come, but it's going to be wild. But in the meantime, Capricorn's still hanging around in the form of Mercury and in the form of the sun to kind of keep us a little grounded before the whole fight the power thing really gets underway which it most likely will at some point here with uh, with the Aquarian energy and its fairly revolutionary nature mm. at times. Okay. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, speaking of that, you know, because I'm going on here about how Saturn, um, I'm sorry, how Capricorn and Aquarius are kind of at odds with each other. But oddly enough, they used to have the same ruling planet. They both used to be ruled by Saturn. Mm. Both Aquarius and Capricorn both had Saturn as their ruling planet because back in the day, there weren't enough planets for each sign. Technically, there still aren't enough planets for each individual sign. That's why some uh, signs still share planets like Taurus and Libra share Venus and Gemini and Virgo share Mercury. But um, back in the day, yeah, it was Capricorn and um, Aquarius were roommates sharing mm-hmm. Saturn. And then the planet Uranus was discovered in, uh, I'm going to say, where's my note? 1781. So then they're like, well, we got to give Uranus a sign. And they're thinking, well, should we break up uh, Capricorn and Aquarius? They're like, yeah, let's do that. They weren't getting along anyway. And they're like, we don't want to move Capricorn because if we move Capricorn and give them Uranus, then there's going to be lawsuits, and Capricorn <laughs> doesn't like getting out of its comfort zone. Yeah. Let's let's throw it at Aquarius, see what happens. So they ah. tell Aquarius, hey, we got this new planet. We don't even know how to pronounce it. It might be Uranus. It might be Uranus. It might be Uranus. But what do you think about moving in with that planet? And Aquarius <laughs> is like, sounds great. Yeah. Uh, because Aquarius energy is spontaneous energy, and it's curious energy, and it likes, likes yeah. to explore. So that's the story of how Uranus and Aquarius ended up together. Oh. Yay. All right. And then this Monday, December 21st, this is a big day. Yeah. This is a day astrologers have been talking about all year or probably many years leading up to this year. But Monday, December 21st, the big deal that everyone's talking about is the planet Jupiter and the planet Saturn will form a conjunction. Mm. That means they're going to line up in the sky together. And that only happens every 20 years where Jupiter and Saturn form this particular 
conjunction. So a lot of astrologers are saying starting Monday, December 21st, this is going to be a new 20-year cycle for all of us. Mm. And even bigger than that, the even bigger deal is that they're forming this conjunction in Aquarius, which is an air sign. Aquarius is an air sign. And the last time Jupiter and Saturn formed this conjunction in an air sign was 600 years ago, which was around the time of the Renaissance. So a lot of people think that this is going to be the dawn of a new Renaissance. It's also the winter solstice the shortest day of the year. So a lot going on on Monday, December mm-hmm. 21st with this super uh, Jupiter, man, there you go, Jupiter, Jupiter <laughs> Saturn con- conjunction. We're calling it the Jupiter conjunction. Nice. And that is the perfect day to write down your goals, uh, set new intentions. Treat it like the it's the new year. Treat it like we're in 2021 already. That's what our friend Emily Churchill recommended. Yeah. That's a big, big, momentous day. So that's a good day to start new projects for sure, to reach out to new people, start bringing new people into your lives. Yes, set your intentions and your goal for 2021. Do that on the 21st. Yep, Monday, December 21st. Mark it down. So anyway, that was a nice ramble. Um, But uh, let's get to the Ask a Scorpio section of our show. Every week I ask Almy a question. Almy is a Scorpio, and I like to get her Scorpio perspective on things. (laughs) Almy, we were talking about this a little bit earlier today. As a Scorpio, do you know when Brad Pitt was born? Yes, December 18th. Are you looking for the year? Nope, just oh. December 18th. So his birthday was yesterday. That is correct. Okay. I don't know. Do you have any birthday wishes you'd like to share with Brad Pitt? Oh, man. I wish that Brad Pitt continues to have a great... Uh, he had a great year. He really did. Um, you know, maybe we didn't, but Brad Pitt was killing it. I don't know if you remember, because this feels like five years ago, but Brad Pitt won an Oscar this year, his first acting Oscar. So that that was cool. And he's been helping out uh, the homeless and some communities and families that need help in Los Angeles. And he's been doing, you know, more fundraising for Corona Relief when he did the Fast Times at Ridgemont High thing. And he's been killing it. So my only wish to Brad Pitt is that he keeps going. Seems like he's found a good groove. Seems like he's more disciplined. And I just really wish him the best uh, because I like Brad Pitt. I don't know him at all. I don't know what he does in his house. Maybe it's real weird. Maybe it's unsavory. But he seems like a really chill dude. And I aspire to have that level of chill. So here's wishing Brad and all of us a very disciplined yet chill 2021. Yeah, thank you, Almy. Sure. And Almy does do enter- entertainment-related videos for a French news station and uh, or news network or it, French. It's, it's a it's a French TV show that's yeah. like an Entertainment Tonight type of show. Yeah, and she was uh, talking about Brad Pitt on that show not that long ago. So Almy yes. is very up to date. I am with everything Brad Pitt. They named him Man of the Year. The show is called Fifty Minutes Inside. It's on TF One. It is sadly only viewable in France, unless you have a VPN, which I am working on. But that's why I know so much Brad Pitt about Brad Pitt this year. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Almy. Yeah. Oh, sure. Anytime. Just do you guys have any Brad Pitt questions? Hit me up.
Yeah, we're here to talk about astrology, and we're also here to talk about Brad Pitt. Death. So last night, the moon was in Aquarius, and I knew that by Saturday morning, the moon would enter Pisces, because that's what it does. It mm -hmm. goes from Aquarius into Pisces. And the day where, where it's in between Aquarius and Pisces, I always find to be kind of not necessarily weird energy, but just mm. it's one of those. I always look for that every month when that happens. And I kind of put like the out of office responder on my email ah. for my day job doing taxes because I just know that the energy out there is not going to be like conformist type of energy. It's not going to be uh, detail oriented energy. It's just going to be a little, uh, you know, um, inspired sort of thinking to, to put it one way. So I try to not avoid real or try to avoid real life a little bit just for that day. Okay. So anyway, okay. I'm, I'm aware of the fact that the moon's in Aquarius about to go into Pisces and I'm looking on ESPN, ESPN's website, because I'm a big sports fan, and I see a headline I wasn't expecting to see, and it was about the basketball player Kyrie Irving and about how he was smudging. And I wasn't oh. sure if I read that correctly, because yeah. it was like the second story. I mean, granted, it was a fairly slow sports day, <laughs> but the headline was about Kyrie Irving returning to Boston, used to play for the Boston Celtics, yes. and that he was smudging the court. And I'm like, what? So I click on it. And sure enough, Kyrie Irving was burning sage nice. before the game. Um, and when asked about it afterwards, he said he just wanted to cleanse the energy and make sure that he and all the players were balanced. Huh. And I guess his mother, he and his mother both have a connection with the Standing Rock Sioux tribe. Oh. And so I guess he's been smudging for quite a while. And now he's bringing it to basketball games with the intention of doing it he says he wants to do it at all the home games and then on the road games, too, if the teams will allow it. So that was something I was not expecting to see. And especially when you think of sports in general, for anyone who probably plenty of listeners here want nothing to do with sports. And obviously the sports world is incredibly conservative. It's not <laughs> they're not the pioneers of uh, social change necessarily, although when they do speak up, people listen, as we know, with Colin Kaepernick uh, recently, for sure. Um, but it's interesting to see Kyrie Irving, who who has, you know, he was a flat earther at one point. I mean, he does really? have a unique look at life. And so naturally, I had to look up his birth chart <laughs> as I'm like, there's some Aquarian energy going on here for sure. And sure enough, he has Uranus and Neptune conjunct. The planet Uranus, which rules Aquarius, and the planet Neptune, which rules Pisces, are in a conjunction. They're right on top of each other in his chart. And then I was like, well, how often does Uranus and Neptune form a conjunction? Because those planets move pretty slowly in the sky, so mm. they are not going to meet up very often. And sure enough, they only connect like that once every 168 years. Mm. And Kyrie Irv Irvin, or sorry, Kyrie Irving was born March 23rd, 1992. So in 1992, I want to say, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure Saturn was in Aquarius then as well and he has in, in everyone born around that time in that era of 1992 is going to have that same uranus neptune conjunction so with all these planets shifting into aquarius shifting into this open-minded thinking 
I'm curious to see what folks born, born around that time are going to not necessarily, well, I guess bring innovation to their field of work and also bring other ways of looking things. I was just shocked that, that a professional athlete was talking about sage and smudging. Mm -hmm. And then there's video of him out there on the court, you know, burning sage like nice. I do periodically in our living room. Amy doesn't really like it when I do it. Our cat definitely does not like it to the point where she will get up and swat me if there's too much smoke, it bothers her. I don't know if she's allergic or if the, the smoke, um, she just senses that something's not right. But um, if I burn a little bit of it, then I'm okay. She leaves me alone. But um, anyway, I'm just curious to see if there's more of that coming because I do feel we're going to have sort of a 1960s thing here again in the coming years with um, Saturn in Aquarius, with Jupiter in Aquarius, and then in a few years from now with Pluto in Aquarius. I just think things are going to get really out there again in terms of the way we think, the way we work with each other, style, all that fun stuff. So anyway, I'm wondering if that was something coming our way. And I'm going to keep my eye on Kyrie Irving. And I also want to know specifically where he gets his sage because I want to get it too. All right, this week, let's just keep it short term for now. Okay. Uh, on Monday, the moon will shift into Aries. So this weekend is a good time if you can. I mean, there's holiday shopping to get done if you have money to purchase gifts. There is. Um, otherwise, uh, just take the weekend off. Enjoy the Pisces moon. Eat that ice cream. Eat that extra slice of pie, whatever. By the time the moon enters Aries on Monday, you will have that pep to go out there and work and just, you know, whatever. You'll have vitality again. Uh, that'll carry over into, oh, wow, it's in Aries for a while. That'll carry over Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It has a long stay in Aries. And then the moon will go into Taurus on Christmas Eve, where it will be all day into Christmas Day. And uh, I think the moon was in Taurus on Thanksgiving as well. And the Taurus moon likes to indulge, you know. So hopefully this is good for celebrations for people who are celebrating Christmas uh, with the moon being in Taurus should hopefully enhance that because it's been a tough year, of course, for, for so many folks. Uh, one day to keep in mind here is Wednesday, December 23rd. I see that the planet Pluto is not going to be particularly happy. It is going to be forming a square with Mars. It's also going to be forming a square with the moon. So look for grumpiness, unfortunately, on December 23rd. Um, heavy energy, um, power struggles, that kind of stuff. Um, but hopefully that will clear up by Christmas Eve. And then I also just wanted to say real quick that this past year, 2020, has been uh, especially hard for cardinal signs, and the cardinal signs are Aries, Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn. So if you have those as your sun sign, if you have those as your moon sign, as your rising sign or your Mars sign, you were probably feeling especially thwarted this year with the um, planets Jupiter and Saturn being in Capricorn. So I think you folks especially are going to enjoy the shift of Jupiter and Saturn into Aquarius, and they are now both firmly in the sign of Aquarius. So you might not be feeling this transition today immediately, but in the coming weeks, you should feel it stronger. And then over the next year or really two and a half years, uh, again, hopefully things will start trending more in your way or more in your favor 
if you've been having uh, an especially hard 2020 because Pluto and Saturn and, and Jupiter are just squaring off with each other constantly in the cardinal signs specifically. Now that they've moved into Aquarius, well, the fixed signs have to deal with them more in 2021. So Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, and Scorpio might be dealing with these squares uh, feel those squares a little bit more in 2021. But again, with this stuff in, in Aquarius, I just, uh, I'm hopeful that, you know, people will keep an open mind and that things will feel less heavy than they did when these planets were in Capricorn. We'll, we'll have more breathing room, so to speak, because Aquarius is in air sign and it is generally a positive sign. It can be restless, but it wants to do good things for for everyone so i don't know i'm gonna stop talking now but almy uh or yeah okay. <laughs> i need to have some more food or something but uh anyway thanks for listening everyone we love you and almy's gonna take us through a relaxation now all right get comfortable you can close your eyes if you like and then just one really nice deep cleansing breath in and just slowly gently release and one more nice, strong, deep breath in. And very gently, slowly release. And thanks for listening. We hope you have a good one.